Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, bed crimers. As always, I wish you the best. To anyone new here, a warm welcome. Thank you for checking out my channel. Let me just ask that after listening to or watching this video, if you learned something or enjoyed it, please do me a favor and smash that like button. Now, let's dig in. Good evening, bed crimers. I just wanted to share some new information about the six women whose bodies were found in Washington and Oregon in recent months. The Oregonian newspaper is reporting that at least three of the victims had frequented the same places in the months before their deaths. In particular, investigators are examining potential connections among Joanna Speaks, Charity Lynn Perry, and Bridget Leanne Ramsey Webster, all who have been known to frequent Southeast 82nd Avenue and an area near the Clackamas Town Center. The unnamed source discounted a statement issued Sunday by Portland police that said that the Bureau has no reason to believe these six cases are connected. According to the source, it was premature to state that these deaths are unrelated or related. Investigators always look for commonalities with unsolved homicides. The source told the Oregonian that the personal histories of Speaks, Perry, and Webster share similarities, but the source declined to elaborate. We know that Joanna Speaks died of blunt force trauma in a homicide. That's what the investigators have said. Perry and Webster both died under suspicious circumstances, but they have not released their causes of death or any other information. All three of those victims died within about a three-week period of each other in April. Speak's body was found on April 8th inside a Clark County barn on an abandoned property in Ridgefield, Washington, about 22 miles north of Portland. Authorities determined that Speaks, who lived in Clackamas County, died, as I said earlier, of blunt force trauma to the head and neck. Perry's body was found April 24th in a culvert at East Historic Columbia River Highway and Northeast Tumult Road near Ainsworth State Park in East Multnomah County. The sheriff's office has not said anything about the circumstances of her death. They've only referred to it as suspicious. Authorities have said Perry of Vancouver was frequently seen near Southwest Washington Street and 4th Avenue in downtown Portland at the beginning of March, an area where open-air fentanyl dealing and use has been rampant. Webster's body was found April 30th on Harmony Road near Mill Creek in northwest Polk County. Little has been released about the circumstances of her death, though authorities have also said that it was suspicious. She was last known to have lived in an apartment in Clackamas County. Three other women, as we know, turned up dead around the same time. The body of an unidentified woman was found near Interstate 205 and Southeast Flavel Street in Southeast Portland's Lentz neighborhood. 
Portland police said Sunday that foul play was not suspected in her death. Ashley Rial of Portland disappeared March 27th in southeast Portland. Her remains were found May 7th in the Eagle Creek area of Clackamas County. And investigators are saying her death is suspicious. She, too, previously lived in Clackamas County. The body of Kristen Smith of Gresham was found February 19th in a wooded area near southeast Deardoff Road and Flavelle Street in southeast Portland's Pleasant Valley neighborhood. She'd been reported missing December 22nd. Officers and county investigators searched the area for evidence, and the Multnomah County Medical Examiner has not yet determined a cause of death. I'm making this video in particular for those of you who live in Oregon. wanted you to have all the information in terms of where these women were, where they lived, where the crimes occurred, so that you can either feel safe or be on high alert. I don't know what else to say. I did hear a criminologist say that this does appear to be the work of a serialist, and that's because having victims who have things in common, like frequenting the same places within the months before their deaths, pretty much points to a serialist. That's all for now. I'll try to keep you updated in a very prompt manner, and I'll see you next time on Bed Crime Stories.